0: Yes! Hey, welcome to another edition of the Three Wine Guys. This is our What Are We Drinking Now? Blogcast number nine. It's Scott here with... Oh, this is Terry. Hello, everybody. steve
1: once so
2: again, bringing up the rear,
1: <laughs> bringing it up the rear, Ooh, uh, bringing it to a new level. If you were uh, <laughs> in the Navy, you'd be the rear. The rear
0: admiral. admiral. There
1: you go, baby. Thanks.
0: Mopping <laughs> the poop deck. Right. So, uh, what what are we drinking? Who wants to start? Terry.
1: Well, this is our broadcast, right? Yeah, it's a yeah.
0: broadcast.
2: What? Well, and all right, so. Uh, I assume like every time somebody gets to one of these, they're they're invariably going to be listening to us the first time. So they're probably going, hey, what the hell is going on? You know, am I going to be educated? You know, am I, am I getting infotainment? I mean, what am I getting there? You're just so, getting what we're drinking. Yeah, you're getting what we're drinking. And uh, basically what we do is that, uh, obviously, look, these guys are married. I'm single. I got a life. So we don't, we don't hang out all the time.
0: <laughs>
1: hey. so, yeah, you're right. right
2: <laughs> um, so when we're apart, the fact is AB3 Wine Guys, we're still drinking wine. Just, uh, you know, whether I'm on a date or, you know, you guys are doing your thing. Whatever.
0: Getting hammered after the kids are in bed. <laughs> Honey, another bottle? <laughs> well done. More yeah, mad man. dog deer?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I'm feeling frisky. How about little Boone's Farm you know, for, old, for old time's sake? Um, yeah, no, so basically what we're doing is that uh, it gives us an opportunity to really not only discuss some wines we've had, but also just kind of give you guys some ideas uh, for other wines to look out for or to avoid. Yeah, so yeah. I mean these aren't they're not all these aren't all winners and that's kind of I think kind of important so, you know you have to realize that sometimes getting a great recommendation is is obviously the most important but sometimes it's it's equally
0: important. It's what what good to know what not to drink. <laughs> yeah, what hey, not well, to
1: buy. Last time I reviewed a box wine. Yeah. Yeah, goes, we've wines, yeah, we've had a couple
0: box wines because we've we have had some gripes of people saying, "Oh, you drink too expensive wine and stuff." Yeah. And yeah, we're gonna watch it so we don't don't drink as you know don't list as much expensive wine in the broadcast. But still, I mean, we, we've done a couple box wines. Yeah. You know,
2: I attempted to list uh, a box wine, but I was just hammered.
0: Yeah. So um, for what those of you,
2: <laughs> for those of you who are or who are new to the program here, I think you're gonna. Uh, well, actually, you won't appreciate the the new change that we've had since blockcast eight, which is do not overserve Stevo. Well, um, and
0: before it was a belligerent Stevo Bell, yeah. now it's the overserve, overserve steve o
2: Stevo. So let's not overserve Stevo Bell because.
0: And that bell was ringing two <laughs> nights ago when Steve was over. So I Well, heard all well, about well
2: Steve. that's because well we were we were tag teaming that bell. He yeah. was hitting it for me, and I was <laughs> hitting it for him. Yeah, so it was it was equal.
1: It's yeah. always good watching
2: yeah. baseball with one eye open. Yeah,
1: huh? you needed that. <laughs> I look like Popeye. <laughs>
2: um, listen, so Terry, you can you uh you can start with, start us off with the first one yeah, night I'm
1: going to start us out with something that we've all had before. Okay, at, out at a restaurant, and I went out and bought a bottle. Nice, about I I bought two bottles of it actually. It's um Eisenhower mm-hmm. There's Syrah mm-hmm. The 2003 Wild Alfalfa uh, Syrah uh, We've had this at a restaurant downtown at Two different times I think. Downtown
0: Chicago that yeah. is
1: And uh, we've always liked it I got it home and was really able to Maybe appreciate it a little bit more Because mm-hmm. we weren't in the state we usually are When we're in downtown Um this that was
0: before a BB King. That's yeah, James
1: Brown.
2: Now, just so you know, I mean, I I liked it so much. I bought two bottles of that with just my discount, not at the reduced rate the that reduced we price, which, yeah. which you did.
1: Well, it's twenty eight dollars sure. a bottle, and at Steve-O's they had it for what ridiculous price? Thirteen ninety nine. Like, it was fourteen now. Fourteen I think, bucks. Yeah, crazy. I bought two crazy. bottles of it and went back. I wish I would got more, but they only had like I think. One more bottle. Two more yeah, bottles yeah.
0: left. And if you ever have trouble finding stuff, if this is your first time listening, WineSearcher.com wine Zap.
1: WineZap.com. WineZap, yeah. We don't get
0: any endorsements. We buy all of our wine. We don't get any wine for free, so it's unbiased. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it's a Columbia Valley s- Syrah. Um, out of Washington. Out of Washington, of course, yes. Um, what I like a lot about this, you know, I, my memory on it, uh, Let's just say I forgot a little bit. Well, let me. What it let, like. By the way,
2: let me refresh your memory. Right. The first time you had it, T-Bone, you said, "Is this a Zen? Because it was so right. concentrated in the yeah. flavors, you were convinced it was a Zinfandel."
1: Yeah, because it's a little bit lighter in style, maybe. No, uh, no, I mean. Well, it's constant, yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's not like that. Knock your socks right. off, like Syrah, you know, where it's like got tons of spice on it. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it it has a nice elegant spice to it. Uh, Real lush. It's a lush wine, I think. Absolutely.
2: And I think that's what kind of came across. Yeah, definitely it's a lush wine. And
1: I got a little bit, when I really drank this, I got a little bit of toffee and, like, dark fruit flavors Mm -hmm. on the finish. And then this really light pepper on the finish as well. Um you know what, what? I wrote a little thing on Seller Tracker about it, and what I put down was, uh, you know, if if you like Australian Shiraz, yeah, no, I, I, reviewed, I reviewed this wine on there yeah. real quick. But basically, what I, I said is, if you like Australian, and if you like American Shiraz, then you know most people are going to go to Australia to look for the Shiraz or the Shirazes. If you go to Aust- if you look think of California or think of Shiraz, you might go to California in America, but very few people might look at Washington. Which is beginning very good at it, though. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. And that was when we when we first did Washington Blends. I mean, you know,
1: we did work. They, they
2: do. Um, but I think personally, I think their best varietal, their single, I think their best varietal, I think first and foremost, some would argue and some say Cab. I think it really is Syrah. I think that's their best varietal. I've had varietal. some
0: good Cab Francs And lately. all Cab I've, Francs are great, too. I put that on our uh, blog list. I'm not going to cover yeah. it tonight, but it's on our actual Written part on our website from threewineguys dot
2: I think the problem that we've been, that we have in the states when it comes to Syrah,
0: we don't speak Chinese.
2: Yeah, we don't speak Chinese. Um, well, well, we three of us don't. Right. Yeah,
0: that's our no. problem.
2: Right. Um, but no, but I was going to say, as far as uh, like uh, the domestic Syrah is concerned, I just think that um, under twenty under the twenty dollar range, I think we're pretty weak.
1: Totally. And, yeah.
2: um, you know, I think in five years, I think we'll start shining. But right now, I think we're pretty weak. So, um, But I do think in that $30-plus thir- that range, mm-hmm. I think we have some kick-ass wines. And uh, the Pedro, the uh, Piedra Sassi that we had, obviously the Pax, um, Doyen. I mean, there's been some really good ones.
1: So, um,
2: yeah. Well, I mean,
1: uh, Basically, 820 cases made. If you can buy it, we can find it buy it it's excellent Um, and especially if you can get it on sale great I gave this a B plus yeah Great buy. Awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah, and like we said, winezap.com uh, is a really good site. So it's wine
1: searcher. Wine searcher.
0: Mm. Oh, nice, you, all right. no,
2: so um, I I like to revisit wines that we did in the past. And um, for those of you who have been with us for a long haul, I think it's the second time I have said that tonight. And I probably, I'll probably say it a lot. Uh, yes, yeah, um, long uh, A few uh, additional times as well. But um, one, for one of our podcasts, we did Rioja 2001. Mm-hmm. And uh, phenomenal wines. Uh, great, great. Great podcast, not from quantity, a uh, quality from our standpoint, but no, the wines. The wines were yeah, the wines right. are great. Oh, it was we sucked, but the wines are great. Um, but um, the, I think the the one tonight uh, might have been the, the just the Muga Reserva, the 2001 Reserva. That Natori Muga, it was a, it was a real toss up. If you guys remember, the the Muga Reserva was 20 and the Tori Muga was about 60. Right. And the thing was is that man, yeah, we really loved the Tori Muga, but was it three times better? Um, I want to bring up a point here that I think is really important to know um, when you come across favorite wines or favorite uh, areas of wines in, when they have a bad vintage. everybody has bad vintages. Mm-hmm. Um, two thousand and two was a completely crappy vintage in Spain, terrible, and um, it was so bad uh, and it was by the way this is the same thing the exact same thing happened in Italy that year. Um, it was so bad that uh, many reserve level wines. Basically, they, they didn't release their wines. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they declassify their grapes. And what the vineyards do is that they just take these these um, all these grapes that they've been growing, um, and they just they, they bring them down into their lower-level wines.
0: And that's similar to uh, Terry and when we first started getting into wine, it was the uh, Australian Shiraz. And Penfolds is the same thing. When they can't make their, you know, when it's not their top-notch, it gets dumped
1: in the right. lower, yeah, lower. Right. Situation.
2: So um, um and Amuga, Muga, they have I guess you could say three level reserve level um, you know, Rioja blends. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've got um a um a um especial. Um they they there was it's the collection especial. They have the the Tori Muga and they have the Aro. And the um the Collection Especial runs for around forty the Torimuga runs for around sixty, and then the, the RO, which I know you have yeah, got, runs yeah. for about one hundred fifty to two hundred bucks. Sweet <laughs> Bastard too. Yeah, I remember Back.
1: when you yeah. bought it. I was yeah. with you. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, anyway, so all, all those vineyards, all the grape went, went into their just their regular Reserva label for twenty bucks. So this is an opportunity to get phenomenal fruit. That norm- now, mind you, if you had the two thousand one Torimuga, and then you had the two thousand two grapes. I think you'd be a little bit disappointed for 60 bucks, yeah. But for 20 bucks, wow. Um, here's the question. Was the 2001, which was a phenomenal vintage, was it better than the 2002 with declassified fruit in a crappy vintage? And the question is, I think the 2002, it's a, it's a very tough call, but the 2002 could be better than the 01.
1: No kidding. Wow. Wow.
2: Um, what was different to me about this, as opposed to the, the 2001 that we had, is that it was more concentrated in the flavors. The fruit was a little more apparent to me. Um, it was real concentrated, nice, real great cherry and berry flavors. I got a lot of that when we talked about it before because of the American and French show. A lot of the sub- that I, I kind of term it as cigar box, you know, or like humidor type, you know, the cedar and the vanilla and the, you know, that really nice stuff. To me, it was it was I described it. It was lush but still elegant. Um it was it was chewy, has some nice body to it, but it wasn't really full. It was really interesting. I I described it as a medium to full-bodied wine um because it was soft but elegant. It was just really really nice. Um it's a it's a sexy wine. It's a it's a
0: It's sexy? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um but for 20 bucks um look, I've got uh, over twenty-five hundred different, you know, I've probably got six, six to eight thousand bottles of wine in my store. This is the best. This is the best twenty-dollar wine in my in store. store? No so, kidding! Oh, without a doubt, there's nothing better for twenty bucks. Now, the, arguably some whites, but red, twenty bucks. This some,
1: is the, this is the Tory, and this is just the The, Muga. the, Muga? the only
2: two thousand two Muga you're gonna find is this. Well, wow. and there's gonna be between six and ten thousand cases of this, so you'll be able to find it. So that's not a problem, but uh, they moved. and it's
0: just out, so it yeah, just it just, it just
2: came out. So the Muga 2002, um, I can just tell you on numerous occasions, people are at, like, I've taken cab drinkers to the Muga O2, I've taken Shiraz drinkers to the O2, everybody loves it.
0: It's a sexy drink, yeah, yeah,
2: it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I I grade it an A. Wow,
0: nice. And an A from Stevo, that deserves a little it's right there.
2: I mean, what are you gonna do? It's an A. I mean, I don't know how many wines we rated today. Not not, not many. many. It's an A.
0: And definitely not many that steve said an A. Usually Terry and I bring it
1: up a little bit. Uh, well,
2: then I, and then, and then,
1: then, then he bashes yeah. me down. Then, then, bring, and then, I, go, then, then I get down. belligerent. Yeah. You know, then he gets belligerent. And that, yeah. But you know what? It knocks me to my senses. usually. it's yeah, yeah. true. It's sure. like you, you, you get sort of excited about yeah. something and realize, you know what? Yeah. Is it really worth it?
0: Well, and, and leading into my next wine, I, I truly believe in balance. Um, this is on the other end of the spectrum. Had my uh, mother and father in law in town, and brother in law and sister in law, and uh, having dinner. And my wife brown bags it and goes, Let's try to stump, or stump Scott. She said, Hey, let's go for it.
2: Instead okay. of the stump Stevo.
0: So right.
2: she's already infringing on, on yeah. my copyright.
0: <laughs> yeah, so she brings it out, says, This is a French wine, and it's expensive. So I'm like, Sweet, this yeah. should be good. So I get a whiff of it, and I'm like, Ooh, kind of funky. You know, it had almost like a spice smell, you know, spice aroma to it. And i was just like, Like Old Spice? Yeah, well, just like a, uh, almost like a clove, uh, cinnamon type, like, just like spicy. And... uh... Like peppery. like Well, like no, I just described. No, well, no,
2: no, because clove and cinnamon s- yeah. sounds good to me, but you're making a
0: face like but somebody just stepping on this is, just, this like was, this is something. a funky smell. Oh, a funky, spicy bat. So, not in a good, not okay, in a good go way. Ahead. This is in a bad way. Okay. And um, I took a sip of it, and it was the most flattest, blandest wine I've ever tasted. And I'm like, are you sure this is French? He's like, oh yeah, it's French. And I'm like, doesn't taste French. And, I'm, and they're like, well, what is it? I'm like, it tastes like a cheap Merlot. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, you're so right and it was, and then I look at the label, well, the name of it's cork d'orc c o r q d o r q and it's got a guy with a cork as a head on it, and because of the cork d'Orc, they assumed it was French, and it's actually california nice. cork you can, D'Orc. yeah, you can get they this. got the dark right I, 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 <laughs> yeah, it, it's carried through it's carried through Whole Foods. Whole Foods carries it and it's about 10 bucks a bottle and I got one word for it dumper <laughs> big time this was one of the worst wines I've had of the year excluding like a corked wine or anything like that so if, you,
1: like if that. you buy this you dumper. go you go over to the uh you well, give it to, to
0: someone that doesn't know wine and say we <laughs> <You> can <laughs> give roll a
1: toilet paper as well. Exactly.
0: Oh, hey, we missed our chance for the for the sound effect. Yeah, I was gonna have the water dumping sound or the uh, bottle dumping sound uh, effect from uh maybe we could spice it in or not, but either way it was do you remember, uh, do you
2: remember the movie the stri- movie stripes? Yeah. When they're all meeting each other the first time in the <laughs> the marines and the guy goes, uh, my friends call him the Cruiser. <laughs> I like I like fast cars and fast, fast women. women yeah. And the plumber goes, should have called him the dark. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, well, that's this, that's that's cruiser's wine.
0: This this, <laughs> this dork. Cru- yeah. e- even at ten bucks, even at ten bucks, everybody at the table is like, "Yeah, this is bad." And I don't yeah. think I am duly
1: influenced or any, influenced yeah. or anything. So,
0: all T Bone, you're number two.
1: Um, next one is uh, Canoe Ridge. I'm uh, going back to Washington again. Um...
0: Do they make that cologne, canoe, canoe? Yeah. So, so are you, are, you, are you doing the compliment sandwich? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got it, baby. Um, what would you just say?
2: The compliment sandwich? A
1: compliment, yeah. yeah. Watch, so watch, what watch, we're going to do
2: here, Terry, we're to start a review. Um, you've been working first for a year, and you've been doing a great job. So what's going to happen is I'm going I'm to tell you something good, and I'm going to tell you something not so good that you might be able to work on. But then I'm going to tell you something else good to make you feel a bit better so we can all leave here on a positive note, okay? All right, great. Let's begin.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Teacher Stevo. Um, this is from Canoe Ridge. Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, 2003, Columbia Valley, Washington. Uh, about twenty-eight a bottle.
2: Well, uh you got for like twenty.
1: I got for twenty, but that's when I went online. What would you think retail?
0: Yeah, twenty-eight. Actually, yeah, four thousand <laughs> seven
1: hundred thirty cases made. Uh, this wine wow. had me a little perplexed because at times I I wanted to like it. You know, do you, you ever have bottles where you think?
0: Well, when you're spending that much money, you hope that you like it. I mean, that, a little I think that's... bit,
1: a little bit. You know, so you know, you keep going back to it, and this one just kept on. There was there were things I liked about it, and then things that just I couldn't, you know, I, I kept on trying in my mind. This guy I've I never seen you
2: spend up. less than thirty bucks on a cab. Well,
1: I, I, I'm, I'm just uh, saying. I don't think okay. you can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. you just get a say good one the... though.
2: No, you can. Yeah. You, you can't. But, you... but remember, how about the Chateau Saint Michel, the New Wells for fifteen bucks? No, I did yeah. that one
1: last broadcast. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Two, oh, two, yeah, two ago. Um, didn't really like about this one was um, it had like this really earthy nose with a lot of like green pepper. You know where it's capacious uh, a little bit, and, and not- you know what
2: that's and and just to, just to jump in right right there, a lot of times with, in 2003 there's a lot of uh, at the end there was a lot of it was it was cool then it got really hot. The problem that a lot of uh, uh, vendors faced in 2003 is that if they if they didn't wait it out the cool season the rain that came at the end if they didn't wait it out. They ended up. It ended up being a cool harv- harvest for them. And typically, in cooler har- harvests, the wines tend to be softer, and they can be, particularly with Cabernet, more vegetative
1: well, that's, yeah, that's or what more vegetal.
0: Vegetative. I, Vegetative. I don't
1: know if that's a word. You've yeah. used it yeah. often, Steve-O. You know what? If it isn't a word, it's yours. Yes, It's mine. Thank you.
0: It's a steve i I'll take it.
1: And the one thing that I liked a lot about it was the finish had these nice hints of like cherry and a little bit of spice on it. But the alcohol was just so – it wasn't a strong wine, but the alcohol was predominant. And it wasn't. Oh. It, and you kept on. You drink it when I would drink it. I just kept it was on. Hot. Getting, yeah, it was hot. But you know, you look at you look at the uh, the label on it. I think it's only like thirteen percent. Yeah. You know, it's standard. You mm-hmm. know, um, it lacks balance. Uh, I I would pass on it. Gave it a C. Uh, you know what? I heard their Syrah is really good. That's one thing. I was, when hmm. I was doing some little research, I heard their Syrahs really good. So I'm not going to write them off. Like We, all, we never write anybody never off. Never write
0: anybody off.
1: We'll give second chance to everybody.
2: Sometimes in like, like those, those years, in those cooler vintages, sometimes Merlot will be better. Merlot ripens earlier than, than Cabernet. So in 2003 and 2004, I think you're going to find, typically speaking with winemakers, you're going to find their, if they do Merlot and Cabernet, their merlots will probably be better than their cabs.
1: And it's not a dumper. I gave it a C. You yeah, know. But right. if you, so if, if anyone's out there, you know what I would do? I'd buy the Chateau Chateau Saint Michel. The Indian it, Wells. Indian Wells. Yeah. If you're looking for something that uh, it's under twenty dollars. Yeah. Uh, and has it, it's not a big bold style cab, but it has some. It's sort of elegant, and mm-hmm. and, and and that's rare to find a bottle under twenty dollars where you can say those things about. So. I pass on that one. Go to the Chateau Chateau Saint Michel. So
2: nice.
1: Scott, are you um, up or Steve? Up. Steve
2: is up. up. Um, for my second wine, I'm I'm uh, bringing a little champagne, a little champagne. Champagne. Nice. Champagne. Uh, yeah, it was a Lorraine Perrier. Um, during uh one of my last wine meetings, uh, they brought out probably about eight different uh, champagnes and everything. Is that so when,
1: when we spoke to you in the car? What's that? Is that yes. When,
2: oh. Yeah, so the Lorraine Perrier, the Brut Champagne, to me that was this a champagne of the day, and I tasted everything from thirty to, you know, one hundred twenty dollars champagnes. Um, the Lorraine Perrier, the Brut, uh, to me, when when it, the difference between Brut and Extra Dry, I always appreciate in Brut. I like I look for crisp and elegant. Uh, for Extra Dry, I you know I look for still crisp but slightly sweeter, slightly fruitier. Um, to me, on the nose, this this thing said buttered biscuit. A yeah. uh, buttered biscuit. And it was funny because the wine I had before that, it was like a dry biscuit, almost like a cracker, like a salting without salt. Um, and so when I got this one, it really came through as that buttered bris- that, that buttered biscuit. And then what also I also appreciated is that the wine I had before that – I'm sorry, the champagne I had before it was a lot of green apple. Real, you know. And we'll mention that before and, and some of the wines we'll we talked about later. It's a big difference between uh, – usually I'll say green apple or baked apple. When I think of baked apple, green apple I think of tart. Baked apple, I think of that soft apple flavors mm-hmm. and completely in a positive light. So this, to me, on the nose was buttered and biscuity. Uh, the flavors, it had baked oh. apple, pear, real <laughs> light, nice citrus flavors. Uh, best way for me to describe the Lorraine Perry, the brewed champagne, the non-vintage, is elegant, crisp, and clean. Um, uh, we had this on sale last month for twenty six bucks. So I mean I compare this to the Vouve Clico. Um this is what you'll find. See, you'll I'm find... not a
0: big fan of the Vouve Clico.
2: Well you like the West star better? Yeah. I, I like the I like the Veuve better. I like the yeah. Vouv a little bit better yeah. too. But Um but uh anyway, I, Yeah. Sorry, go
0: ahead. No 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 go ahead. No, I just I've had the Vouve Clico so many times yeah. that it just like
2: Bah, yeah. Know, just so anyway, well, anyway, for I remember on the VUV, I think I gave the VUV like a, a B plus or, you know, anyway. But uh, this you'll find – this will be this always be less expensive than the VUV. Um, you'll be able to find this anywhere between 25 and 35 whereas the VUV is usually around 40 I mean, unless it's on sale someplace. But, I mean, I thought this was a great – for people who – I mean, VUV is one of our highest – you know, one of our biggest – you know. From a volume standpoint, our biggest seller is the Champagne. So I think this is a, a great alternative to that, the Laurent Perrier. Um, I give it an A minus. I thought it was excellent for the price. Um, really elegant, uh, but like I said, nice fruit, very balanced, just really, really nice.
0: Steve-O's giving out two A's,
1: Terry. Can you believe it? I can't believe Whoa.
0: it. Whoa.
1: steve throwing it down. Yeah. Man.
2: Well, yeah. that you messing around? You, know, you can't, you know, you got, you, like I said, you got, the, you know, you got to build up and, you know, before you can break down.
0: Well, I think with uh with my uh number 2 wine, uh no pun intended I'm piggybacking on to uh Terry's revisiting an old friend the Wild Hog. Nice job. Mm. Uh Wild Hog we did <coughs> Wild Hog we did on an earlier podcast. <coughs> that was the what do we do with the Wild Hog? Is it the Pinot? Yeah. Sonoma no, Coast Sonoma Pinot Coast, podcast. Yeah. Actually, That's one of our biggest podcasts. I'd like to thank all 26,000 of you who downloaded it. Hopefully which is crazy. Yeah.
1: Maybe ten, maybe ten thousand of them purchased the Wild Hog because that was our favorite as yeah. well. The nice. Yeah, nice.
0: Well, this is the Wild Hog. Help me out, Stevo. It's Carignan. C A R N-A-N-E. Carignan. Carignan. It's from uh, Dry Creek. It's a 2003. You should be able to find this for about twenty-six to say thirty dollars. Yeah, I'd say twenty-five to
2: thirty.
0: Yeah, I found it on uh, WineZap at uh you know I'm a fairly large regional uh wine retailer for twenty-six bucks. But then, you know, you're gonna get slapped to shipping and all that other stuff. Right. So but it is available, and I gotta tell you, I was Pleasantly surprised. You, know, you, you you hear of a grape that, or you drink a grape that kind of not too often that you don't really know much about, and nine times out of ten, at least with me, it's like crap. So this, though, ended up turning out to be really good. It had some, it was, if I were to combine the two, I would say like a Pinot means a Shiraz, where you had the uh, oakiness of like a Pinot, and the fruitiness, but yet you had the spice of a uh, shiraz, and I was. Is this a medium-bodied or lar- or full body? I'd say medium to full. I mean, it was uh, volume-wise, I want to say it was around fifteen and a half percent volume, so it did have some kick to it, and uh, it made did, made for fun
1: afternoon. Was so. it was it hot or no? Uh
0: no, I the most predominant thing that I noticed was the uh, is that Santa Claus <laughs> that's Stevo coming in with four bottles. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no Terry Terry hadn't had it. Steve had had it and I was gonna ask uh yeah, I've
1: seen it before. I, never it.
0: I was gonna ask Steve what he'd thought about it, but uh he's currently uh distributing some uh bottles on the table. Steve w what, what'd you would you uh think of that? Um, I thought it was like a... Uh, well, I just said a Pinot meets a Shiraz. Well, well
2: I, I, I think that's a great call. I was going to say, to me, um, I think the reason why I really got into Australian Shiraz is because I was kind of burned out on cabs. Mm-hmm. And to me, the, the Australian Shirazes, the good ones anyway, were, to me were like Cabernet with spice. And to me, I thought the Carignan was more of a Merlot uh, with with a, with spice, but not as heavily spiced as it. But in that same vein, but uh, I thought it was great. It I was, thought the
0: oak jumped out a lot. I mean, it was really. It was nice. no.
2: It was yeah. It was oak-y. It reminded um,
0: me of like a California. Uh, it like it a kind Sino of reminded vino. me more of a cab
2: franc with spice, to be honest with you. The fruitiness. Yeah. Well, well, the fruit, but also it was a bit vegetative. Right. Again, this the Stevo word. <laughs> I did you say stevilism. vegetal? I know vegetal is a word. I like
1: vegetable. my
2: Man. no, because my cousin Frank is a vegetable, so. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
0: Nice. Cruel. And, and,
2: well, no, that's. Oh, he is, say, he is vegetal. He is vegetal. Actually, I don't have a cousin, Frank. so Yeah. yeah so, for any <laughs> <my> of <cousin, any laughs> my relatives out there. He's, who's Frank? You <laughs> can't talk that way about us, that bastard. <laughs> yeah, put your teeth back in and shut up. Um. <laughs> Yeah. No. Anyway, uh, I was I was a big fan. I thought it was fantastic, and if, to to be able to get that quality of a wine for wine for forty bucks. Yeah, in, a, in, in a forty.
0: Yeah, well, well, yeah, well, the restaurant 40, in was forty four dollars. That's that was, great. It was, it was very decent.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, there was the. I mean, I've had a lot. Of, I've had Carignan um, in a lot of blends. That was the first time I ever had a one hundred percent straight varietal. Yeah. And it's big in. Um, uh, I was gonna say it's it's uh, it's big. I should say big, but it's uh, they grow quite a bit in Spain, and also it's it's originally it's a, it's a Rhone blend. Cool. So. Um,
1: and what's the, what what what's your rating on it? Oh, uh, 25
2: it a, bucks.
1: Yeah, I'd give it a minus. Well,
2: really would. yeah, I
0: was gonna
1: I would I I was I was gonna wow, say Bobby Plus. Wow, the love. i Bobby Plus, yeah. All right, so you're up number three. Yeah, I guess on. I'll do it. Um, ancient. Ancien? Like, Ancien.
2: That's a great question. Ancient. I, ancient it's or ancient? Anci- it's,
1: it's it's you take the T off of ancient. It's ancient. 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 Sounds good to me. So that's what I. I so, so this is from uh, from uh, Napa Valley. Uh, it's their uh, 2002 uh, ancient Pinot Noir.
2: Which was a good vintage for Pinot.
1: Yeah, and this is the, the actual one of this is a Mink Vineyard. Um, Mink? Yeah, I don't know if that... With uh, a K? Uh, M-I-N-K, yeah. Vineyard.
2: Not the minks?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: for any of you out there who are minxes, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. That's
1: Steve-O talking. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, they made 700 cases of this. God, not many. Yeah. Um, it might be difficult for many to find. Uh, yet, it's not that bad because I think I'd pass on it. Uh, the wine is... Trying to be a Burgundy style wine, I feel a lot of French oak. Um, but the thing that it lacks is the fruit. Uh, there's little hints of strawberry and in um, and, and stems. It's like that stemmy taste, you know, you get. Weedy. Where, yeah, where you get that finish and it's like you know lingers, like it tastes like a you know a root. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> not good. Yeah. Um, the finish is pretty long though, and, and you get that little bit of cherry on it uh get the acid is just really high i think it'd be a good pairing with food yeah and um but even like with goat cheese it'd probably be great with it cut right through it is that a good one steve oh
2: yeah possibly i mean look i mean to me just wait the way you're describing it light in the fruit and high in the acidity um that doesn't sound very balanced
1: no no, and no I mean, it, it isn't know, it isn't so
2: it's like well if you've got a really good meal you might be able to cover up you know i think if you're a star chef you you might like it because your food's gonna shine no if you're a crappy chef you know your food will shine because the wines to me i don't see that wine really overcoming or helping any
1: yeah you know it well this at 30 dollars uh yeah i think i paid only 20 for it something like that it was worth a try you know yeah um but if you're looking for a french style Burgundy, saucy saucy son. and which I think is very difficult to find now. But so that was the, Scott, not me. The, this is a French. The Ladois we had was amazing. Yeah, but if you can find it, and that's from Prince Florent uh, de marode Yeah, that's that's amazing, and, and retail ten dollars less actually. Yeah, wow. So if you can find Le Douai, like that,
2: the Ladwa, the L A D O. I, X, X. love
1: That's amazing. And so that's already on the uh,
0: blog list, too. Yeah. And so I gave
1: oh that blog. one a, a C. I gave it actually a C plus because there were some things I did like about it. Um, come C, w- come C. You like the
0: fact that there was.
2: It was had some complexity to it. It's just it had some components, but none of them were good.
1: Yeah, they're, yeah, but the, the, like the finish was pretty decent. Uh, when you drank it, there's times you know I liked the strawberry hints on it or the cherry, but as a whole, it just didn't. It wasn't like wow, I really loved it. You know, there, they're, maybe in time. I don't know if, if time can help this wine or not. I,
2: you know, a lot of times I think um, people um, unfortunately think that time will. Overcome or help um, dissipate the acidity, and that's not always the case. Because what's going to happen over time? What's going to happen? The tans will soften, and the fruit is going to fade. Yeah, the acidity is not going anywhere.
0: it can always know? be
1: that way. So
0: kind of like a crabby old lady. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. anyways, I gave, a, yeah, I gave it a C. I gave it a C plus. I don't know if I, if I saw it, I'd try something else. But... Right. Thanks, man. Well, so let's well, move you're, on. You are
2: reaching like a, like a 4-year-old for for a, for a chicken know, tender. A little. Just going. Yeah, I don't have you know, I don't know yeah, my phone mean. book I'm sitting on. Yeah, at. well, I mean, you instead of just saying, "Hey, you want to pass it?" you're going.
0: Hey, he kid. was talking anyway. Right. So. Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: right, I'm sorry. Right. Um the uh, third one that I um
0: uh, Hey, Steve, could you hand me the other bottle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Thanks. Yeah, there you go. Um <laughs> anyway,
2: the uh the, the third wine that uh, I'm reviewing today is the Carre. Now, again, when you see the, if you see this in a wine shop, it's going to look like Carre, Care, C-A-R-E, but it's Spanish, and they pronounce it Carre. And um, Carre is uh, the, the vineyard is situated in um, Carignana, and Carignana is, um, and this is just south of the area, south of uh, Rioja, closer to the Mediterranean Sea. And uh, it's a big wine-producing uh, area as well. In and, Spain, of course. In Spain, yeah. España. España, España. And uh, the the bodega's name is Añadas, A-N-A-D-A-S. And they are a real new producer. They've gone through um, – this is basically almost like a marketing company. These guys came through and decided, look, we want to we purchase – we're going to purchase some vineyards, some old – some some mature vineyards, and we're going to market wine in an upscale way. But what's interesting about this the, um, this line is that they're uh, considered their budget line, but they do it in a real upscale way. You, you guys know that the Clio, how it's got that fabric on mm-hmm. the well, their, their label has they, they, all their labels have these cool sort of masks on them and a kind of a fabric label, right. and they've made a conscious effort to design the bottles to look upscale, even though they want to basically be in the budget area. Um, and they have to do a lot of blends. Um, they have a Garnacha Cabernet blend. They have um, a Syrah and Tempranillo blend. No, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, sorry and and a um, a Garnacha Cabernet Merlot blend as well. But uh, the one that I'm reviewing today is the Garnacha or the Grenache and the Tempranillo. And uh, I gotta tell you, I was really impressed. Um, the wine itself um, had some nice dark. It wasn't just a just a typical red ruby. It wasn't a fruit bomb that you associate when you're looking at a wine, a budget wine, and you know, ten dollars or less. Usually, the, you know, they come off as really fruity, not very complex, light, what have you. This was like a medium-bodied wine, um, had really ni- had a really nice spice component to it, had some nice smokiness to it, um, had all the it had all the benefits of the Tempranillo, the fresh, lively. The fresh liveliness, uh, the cherry flavors of a Tempranillo, with the darker, more berry, more spiced and smokiness of the Syrah. It was Sounds a 50/50 50, 50 blend. It was great. Um, it was complex and balanced. It, it was just unbelievable. It was 10 bucks. Um, you'll find it anywhere from between eight and 12. Uh, I gave it a B. Um, I, you know, I was going to bring it tonight. But I already had six wines for you. So, anyway. Um,
1: <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Yeah,
2: well, you're welcome. Anyway, so um, like I said, the, again, the, uh, the 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 wine label out there is Carre. Um, they're up and coming. Um, the first wine to me, anyway, was was. Uh, this is their
1: a, first release, is well, that what you're saying? Well, they just
2: they just started to coming together. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean they're new, and uh, I think they got a home run with this one.
1: Cool. Well, uh my
0: last one number three, this is another revisiting. This is the Peter Frannis, which uh, we all know and love. Yes. This is his uh single vineyard Zinfandel, the, the Brandlin? Brandlin Vineyard, uh Mount Viettor, and uh it's twenty seven bucks. Uh actually Steve and I had this one, uh yet another one we drank together. Uh reading the Where notes. Were you been, Terry?
1: No shit. Jeez, He's been working for, <laughs> working for a living. Working for a living. I want to. I want to try that. Yeah, it's, I, awesome. I actually
0: I bought about three or four bottles of that. Yeah. It was. This brilliant.
1: is this is, is this is the blue, um, label. Black. That's oh, black. Is it?
0: Yeah. You black know how you know how white.
1: you know how the cab yeah. has a, a like a burgundy red. <laughs>
0: Beige and then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The All the right. whole label is black and then the and then it's the oh. the letters are white.
0: Oh, and this. So it's right. a yeah, the label. PF is
1: well wow, a little different. Yeah. Huh?
0: Yeah, mix yeah. it up a bit. Yeah, uh, we actually just had their uh, new uh, his new cab. cab as well. And uh, but anyhow, I, I won't get too. Uh, I digress. Yeah, this I'll read the notes exactly how we have them written on our uh, blog. Cause it's already up there. Uh, this wine is drinking very young, liquid midnight, dark cherry and earth. Some heat and spice on the finish. Sit on this, uh, sit on this for one to two years. And we gave it a grade of a B B plus. Yeah. I think that pretty much summed it up. I mean, for a Zen, pretty damn
1: good. That yeah, was very good. It was it was young. What did it compare with like the Bialy, like the Black Chicken? A Not a big like that. No, no. But then more, again, more it, me and it co- what's the price of it?
0: Twenty, uh, twenty, bucks. yeah, twenty eight bucks. Twenty five to thirty. Right? Wow. Now this is where I wish I had that little gadget, my cleft of in, where it, like you can dunk it in the wine and it'll supposedly tell you how it yeah. ages. Because it was it was it was extremely young, but like you said, for under thirty bucks, a wine that you could sit on for a while that has the kick like that of fifteen percent
1: volume wine, you know, it was, it was really good. Yeah. And Franis is by far one of our favorites, I yeah. think. And Rock, solid. Rock yeah. solid. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I don't know if he'll. If he gains in popularity, if his prices will go up or what have you? The, you they know? will.
2: I mean, well, we sat on the cabs. Went, yeah, the cabs went the, up. The, the cab went up from 33 to 39.
1: When I bought that first bottle, do you remember how much I paid for it?
2: 30.
1: I paid 28 bucks for 28 it. 28 bucks for oh. the 2001. Of oh, the one Cabernet. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that was then. I went to then. I Later on, it went up. was like
2: prices, basically, his prices are
1: going up about 34. 15, 20 15, percent a year. Wow. Which sucks, but you know. You
0: know. More money to the man. You know. Got to pay the bills. Yeah,
1: well, he deserves it. You know, yeah. if you're making a good quality product. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, look, we, we I mean, we,
2: basically, I think we knocked we, out. We knocked out. We knocked it out, kids. I mean, we were all over the, you know, the gambit.
0: Uh, questions, comments, send them to info at threewineguys dot com.
1: And we should probably be announcing on the next one of the shows coming up who won the t-shirts.
0: That's true. Yeah, because the ones uh, that are online now, uh, we had said the first ten people. Uh, uh, well, wait, fur- don't tease them. Well, don't no, them. it, was, it yeah. was the furthest ten people. The furthest ten people. Uh, get Three Wine Guys shirts. Um, check, if you want to check out our stuff, go to our website, threewineguys.com. One's so one to Cicero. Yeah. Another <laughs> um, to uh, uh, Moline. In, in Gary
1: Rocktown <laughs> no. Rock Rockford Rockford, Rockford yeah. <laughs> Rocktown The Land of <laughs> no, like, no, yeah. Motown yeah. yeah Rock Yeah They have a name for all those The, the Twin Cities yeah. we'll yeah, St. Cloud St. Uh, Cloud,
0: Minnesota Yeah We'll be sending one out to Bunny Carlos of Cheap Trick in Rockford. So. There we go. Uh, but anyhow, uh, we got our gear, T-shirts and stuff. We've been getting a bunch of pictures of people buying them and sending them. So uh, check out our website. And if you do pick up a shirt, take a picture of it, and we'll post it on our website. And uh, Anyhow, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, spread the word.
1: Yeah. Have a good Keep night. drinking. Peace.
0: Not driving. <laughs>
2: Employco presents Great Moments in Freedom.
0: General Washington,
2: the boat, it's waiting. Yeah, I'll be with you in just a minute. I uh, just need to finish the payroll. these uh, engine action claims. The troops have been on my case for a but, week. but, General, the boat, they're about to cross the Potomac without us. Yeah, right. Who's going to lead us into battle? Well, it looks like you may have to leave without me. Captain. I still got to find a new dental carrier. Then I got to set up that training session on bayonet. Uh,
0: listen, just... sir, why don't you hire that group of patriots over at EmployCo? Uh, who's that? They can take care of all those administrative tasks for you. Really? Employee benefits, payroll, human resources, workers comp, so you can do what you do best. Give them a call as soon as we get to the other side of the river. Great
2: thinking. EMPLOYCO gives us a perfect battle plan. You know, Captain, this truly is a great moment in freedom. All right, sir. Uh, Can we go now? We're losing the sun. Oh, no. What about the 401k? EMPLOYCO, General Washington! EMPLOYCO! All right, all right, I'm coming! Great Moments in Freedom from EMPLOYCO. Give yourself the freedom to succeed. Call us today at 800- 459-9800
0: or visit us at EMPLOYCO.com.